0: This is the When We Arise podcast for women ready for a jumpstart to get out of bed, out of our heads, and into a meaningful, rich life. I'm Talis Strube. I'm a believer, wife, mom of three, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. When We Arise is an intersection of faith and fitness that ignites the very presence of the Holy Spirit within us so that we can be a light to those around us. Here, we will share stories that spark positive momentum and joy. And because dance is such a powerful tool for how we experience joy, with each episode, I will share the newest addition to the When We Arise playlist and get us dancing into our lives to do amazing things with God when we arise. All right, we are going to have a conversation today, just me and you about reflection and how reflection can be a superpower if we use it purposefully, if we use it intentionally. Now, I have to admit that I am not a good reflector. And when I say that, it's just not natural for me. I'm trying to apply this more and more in my life because I know how useful it is when I do use reflection as a tool for growth. But my natural wiring is what's next. Go, go, go. I am an Enneagram three. Hello, achievers. Also, uh, if you're familiar with StrengthsFinder, I'm a maximizer and strategy and future are two of my strengths as well. So if that just gives you a little insight to how my brain is wired, I am usually the one that's like, oh, that was awesome. What's next? And I'm really bad about celebrating especially my own personal successes like they happen cool and it's just like the checkbox and on to the next thing but I am becoming more self-aware and I want to share this with you because if you're listening to this podcast chances are we might have a few things in common so hopefully this can help you as well before we get into the nitty-gritty of how we reflect and three questions that I'm asking myself Before I even start to sit down and think about what's next, we hit that time of year when everybody's thinking about what's next, January 1, we hit reset and we go big. Before we do that, I have to share with you a beautiful reflection about what happened last Friday. So for those of you that have been listening for a while now, and some of you also doing a rise with me you know that we had our Arise Live Count It All Joy event last Friday, and it was amazing. It seriously was amazing, and yes, I'm biased because I hosted the event, but I just got to see so many incredible things happen that were not for me. It was just a... Like catalyst for new relationships and personal growth, and I could just see these beautiful things happening among the women that were there. So, for those that are that are like, what is she talking about? We uh, do a practice here uh, called Arise, and usually this is virtual. We get up early before the sun to have a dance party with God, and everybody's cameras are off but mine. Now, I started to hear feedback from the community of women that were doing this with me that they wanted something in person, not regular every week, but just a time to gather and do what we were doing virtually in person. So we tried this. um, Actually, this last April was the second event. And so this last Friday was number three. And this last Friday, we had... uh, largest group yet of women but it was still very intimate and i was surprised to have several women come that were new to arise and new to me i met brand new friends which was cool and i also invited some new recent friends that i've made in this last year to share their gifts as well so we gathered at uh, Des Moines ballroom studio. And we started a little dance party before the sun came up and moved our bodies and just lifted everything to God. Like it was beautiful praise, worship, moving together, dancing. Some of these women are regulars. Some of them are like, this is totally out of my comfort zone, but I'm doing it anyway, which is great. And then we had some breakfast and we talked and we journaled and my friend Sonia read this beautiful uh, visualization that we did uh, to spur on some journaling. And then my friend Lisa led us through some exercises that she has published in her book, Joy is My Job. And it was just incredible. Like, I didn't want to leave the room was buzzing. It was full of joy. It was full of energy. And I know that each one of us just went out from that room and conquered our days. It was 9 a.m. when we got done. We started at 6 30. We got done at 9. And I just knew that it was going to be an amazing day. And it was. And so I just wanted to share that with you. We are, this is like a thing now. It's becoming a regular thing. Everybody's asking, when is the next one? So, stay tuned for the save the date for the next in-person arise event it'll be sometime in the spring it definitely feels like a twice a year event thing we'll do spring late fall although right before christmas felt really good so we may have to stick to that time frame but i just wanted to provide a little recap because if you listen to episode 10, that was the conversation I had with my friend Kelsey, who came up for the last Rise event in April. And just in real time that morning, we had a conversation about like, what just happened? It was amazing. So it's a beautiful community uh, that's growing slowly, but very intentionally. And I just feel so blessed to be part of it. So I also want to say, if you're listening to this and you have had a burning desire in your heart to start something, to build a community, to have an event, I just want to give you permission to do it. It does not have to be big. It does not have to be flashy. The first time I tried this, I just invited, I think there were five women plus me, so six of us, and we danced on top of a parking ramp while the sun was coming up, which was amazing actually, but... Just think about that. I mean, how weird we probably look to the people in their apartments looking out their windows, but that was the first version of just let's gather. I didn't even call it an event. It was like, Hey, we all do this thing together. Let's meet in person. Let's do it. That was great. I think we had some croissants, had a great conversation and we were out of there in like an hour. And then this last year, women are like, Hey, remember that time we got together? Can we do that again? And Maybe can I invite a friend? And so I just formalized it a little bit. I'm so fortunate to have a beautiful space um, at the studio where I can host these events. And so I I just want to caution you not to overthink it. Think, oh, I got to have a name or I have to have, you know, it's got to be 100 people or more. It won't be worth it. Like, that's so not true. And I know that I am one to think big and to start big. But I'm so glad that God is letting this community grow at the speed that it is because it feels so right. It feels so intentional. All of the women that are a part of this are supposed to be there. Nothing feels forced. Everything feels right. And so I just want you to have the courage to listen to those whispers and lean in. And even if it's just like a group of five or six and you go to lunch and you you have one conversation topic and you leave them with a thought and you let, you let that be the first version of whatever community, whatever event you wanna grow, it can start there. Um, so to get back on topic, uh, reflection. So when we look back, it can be a very useful tool in how we move forward. Again, if you are wired to be forward thinking, future thinking like me, this is something we have to be very intentional about doing. We have to actually make a um, commitment to pause and look back. And to do this to me feels a little bit daunting because again, that's just not the natural way that my mind wants to work. And so I came up with these three questions that I ask myself and I want to share them with you and then provide just a little tip for how we can apply this maybe this time of year as we are going through some big holidays and starting a new calendar year. So the first question that I ask myself when I'm reflecting on this could be an event, this could be a um, project, maybe that happened over a certain amount of time, or it can be a year. So let's just use the example of a year because it's December and we're wrapping up uh, the year 2023 and we're going to be embarking on a new year. So let's think about it as a year. So as I look back on this year, I ask myself the question, what went well? And it's really important that we start with a question like this where it's positive before we would think about any sort of constructive criticism it's no different than when you're interacting with another person and you're providing them feedback I don't know if you've ever heard of the compliment sandwich but you always start with something positive then you give the constructive criticism and then you follow it up with something positive our brains need to hear more good than bad because we naturally want to focus on the negative. We just give it more weight because we're wired to protect ourselves. We're wired to pay attention to the negative because we want to take care of that so it never happens again. So it's really important that as we start our reflection, we look at the positive and we fill our minds with memories of good things. So ask yourself this question. This year, 2023, what went well and you may want to just like overall general your entire life kind of go through like let let your brain work through you know family marriage if you're married business whatever you know could be general or you might want to just focus on one of those topics you might want to just zero in on okay I'm going to look at my marriage last year what went well or I'm going to look at my business So you can customize this completely to whatever works for you, but the question is the same. What went well? Some people phrase this, what worked? But I like to say, what went well? So that's question number one. Question number two is who? So this is about people. Who can I thank for serving me this year? and let your Rolodex internal mind Rolodex just kind of go through I I think this is my favorite question because whenever I ask it the most like surprising people come to mind and then when they come to mind it's like oh that's not surprising because yeah they did this and it was so fun doing that having that experience with them or they introduced me to so-and-so and then this happened and it's just this beautiful experience of remembering oh yeah All of the wonderful things that happen in my life often are tied to really amazing people. And so this question comes with a follow-up. With this question, as those people come to mind, I would encourage you to write them down, write down their names. And then if you can do this for all of them, amazing. But start with three from that list and write them a thank you. Personally, I think it's really awesome if you can write them a handwritten note and put it in the mail because everyone loves to get mail. I mean, who doesn't love to get mail? But if you don't have their address, if that's just like, that's too much work and right there you're done with the whole exercise, email, send them an email. A really well thought thank you for whatever that experience is that came to mind when you thought about how they served you this year. promise you, this one is so powerful probably more powerful than you just doing the reflection exercise because this is going to strengthen your relationships and continue to facilitate good contacts that you have and those contacts will lead to more collaborations and beautiful things to come so that is the second question and the third question and final for your reflection is where was I challenged? Now notice, I'm not asking what didn't work, what went badly, what bombed. (laughs) That's not the question. The question is where was I challenged? I want our brains to think about challenge because challenge is a cousin to growth. When we are challenged, it almost always leads to growth. And so I want to reflect on moments where I felt challenged, good or bad, because that will remind me and kind of set the wheels in motion for where I'm growing and maybe where I need to keep growing. Those challenge reminders can often point us to, oh yeah, I was gonna do that thing and then I I bailed on it And and that was a challenge. It was a challenge to take that on this year and so I gave it up, I failed. Reminding yourself of that maybe puts that challenge back on the table of, you know what? This year I actually have more capacity to take that on. So let's actually work that back in. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself because that's actually the next part. So I wanna remind you of the three questions what went well, who served me well this year, and where was I challenged? Give yourself some time to think through these three questions. You know, I love myself some journaling, so write them out, write out your answers, and just let them sit, let them simmer. Ideally, you don't even look at this for another day or two, but then When you come back to it, okay, unless you're writing those thank yous right away, and I often do because I feel very inspired when I think of somebody and I think back to the interaction we had, I'm like, ooh, yeah, she's awesome. I got to email her right now or I got to get that note in the mail and bless her. So that's something that you could do right away. But with a personal reflection on question number one and question number three, I would say revisit in a couple days if you're doing this now, so two days from now, and just look back over your answers and then use all of this data, all of this intel from what happened already to fuel you and propel you into the future. Whenever I do this, it helps me become so much more clearly focused on where I need to go. There are millions of places I want to go I am the girl with a never ending life goals list. I could do so many things next year. My brain wants to tell me that I will do so many things next year. While that's not bad, I can, and I have found myself wasting a lot of energy working on something that I'm not quite ready for, or that really doesn't align with where I am now and what my life looks like and I I say this caution because I'm speaking to you as a woman who loves to be an entrepreneur but I'm also a wife and a mother and a daughter and a friend and I never want that ambition to grow my business and my career to get in the way of those relationships so when I do my reflection I consider all of those parts And I have to take that entirely as I focus on goals moving forward. So like I said to start, I don't always do this and I don't do it perfectly, but I have found that reflecting in this way has helped me not only become more clear on where I've been and where I am now, but it's helped me put the right goals down. It's helped me focus on goals that make sense for this season. And it's also helped me get aligned with the right people. When I do that reflection on question number two, it reminds me, oh yeah. If I was building an A team, like these are the people that I want on that team. It puts them at the forefront of my mind. And then when I reach out to them, it puts me on the forefront of their mind. And collaborations are key if you want to build anything. So I hope this has been helpful. It's definitely been helpful for me, like I've said multiple times already. But I know that this is that time of year where things just start to get, like, the pressure builds of, like, oh, yeah. I gotta sit down, I gotta think about 2024, I gotta put down some goals. And I would, I would highly encourage before you start thinking about those goals, or maybe you already have and that's okay, you can still do this exercise. It is so useful. And it just, it allows me then, if I can just add the faith component. I like to wrap all of it up when I come back and I look at all of my answers to question one, two, and three. I just It's like a full plate of gratitude to God. And I say, thank you, God. Thank you for all of this. Thank you for what went well. Thank you for all of these beautiful people in my life. And thank you for the challenges. And I can praise, and I can praise, and I can praise. And that energy that comes from lifting it back up to him and thanking him for all of it, just, it's like rocket fuel to go on to what's next, and to be ready for all that he has for us. So you know I say, when we arise, amazing things happen. So be stirred, be ready for the call to step into that amazing life that God has planned for you. Thank you for listening to the When We Arise podcast. Please take just a few moments to leave a review if you haven't done so yet. Your review helps other women like you find this show. And now let's get to your dance break. Click the link in the show notes to find the When We Arise playlist on Spotify with new music added every week.